Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. With 2.30 to go. Here's Suggs. Turn around. A shot. it. This kid's a gamer. Both ends of the floor. Campbell. Nice pass. O'Reilly. What a play by Suggs. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. What a pass. At the other end, Timmy gives the Sags the lead. We are so thrilled we're getting our first championship game in college hoops in two years tonight. We wake up and here we go. It is Masters Week. Uh, Rom is... I think it became official. He became a father. There were some people concerned about him making Augusta. So we have that uh, happening. And then it is the start of the first full week of Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah, NBA, NHL, no stopping there. Draft right around the corner. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. I almost feel like we have too much going on, which is always a good thing. Uh, beautiful weekend of baseball. Obviously, the Final Four lived up to the hype in the second game. Uh, UCLA, man, that, that was a hell of a game. And uh, obviously, you know, uh, the NBA still going strong. Yesterday, the Bulls pick up a big win. And I'm not going to lie, Joe, I forgot that they were on. I forgot that that game was, what was that, a noon tip, a 1 p.m. tip, central time in Chicago. I forgot that that game was even on, but they beat the Nets. So a busy weekend, a lot of fun. Again, UCLA, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. that was probably uh, one of the better Final Four games I've seen in my life. It was one of those games where, like, after- it, it wasn't probably one of the better it, the only question is, was it the best? Was it the best? Right. So it was one of those games where after, like immediately after the final buzzer, you sit there, you're in shock. You know, you're probably celebrating unless you had the UCLA money line. Maybe then you're not so ecstatic about it. But I got three phone calls immediately after that final buzzer. My dad called me, my uncle called me, and my brother called me. And that's very rare. Like I hadn't talked to my brother in about a month. And that was how good that game was. I think everybody has personal preference. Best games ever in the final four. Uh, do you have a rooting interest? Were you there? Where were you watching the game? I was watching the game by myself, but still, I definitely have it top top three. I don't know if it's the best, but it was, man, that was a damn good game. No question. That's Ryan Horvat. I'm Joe Ostrowski. Welcome in to BetQL Daily. Going to be a busy, busy week, so don't miss a moment. We're here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. Make sure you are following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily. You're going to be getting actionable information all week from us 
and our terrific guests every single day. I mentioned we've got the championship game tonight. It is Masters Week. Some of the guys showing up who already have not shown. It's um, you, you're looking on the board like, what world am I in? Jordan yeah. Spieth is seriously the second favorite to win the Masters. That's where we sit uh, because of his hot play of late. Uh, you can listen live, as I mentioned, weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. If you're in Denver, 14.30 the bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago. Chicago's new home for Wagertainment and 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. Download the free Odyssey app to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. Tell a friend, leave us five stars, please, five stars, and rating over on iTunes. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Later this hour, Mike Rutherford, who's been joining us throughout the college basketball season for CardChronicle.com, will get his thoughts on tonight's championship game. And it's one of those Mondays where you do have to rewind with everything that happened. I, I think Baylor played. I don't remember a second of it, but I think Baylor played against Houston. Chuck Esposito, our guy from Station Casinos out in Las Vegas, will be here to tell you where the money is coming in. He's been telling us all season it's going to be Gonzaga versus Baylor in the championship game. Hope you were listening. And in the final hour of the show, FS1 and Westwood ones. Doug Gottlieb, big college hoops dude. He'll be here to break it all down. One of the better analysts in the game. Uh, all right. Final four reaction, man. I mean, it's just we're, we're going to spend this entire segment talking about that one game. It it was I there were certain moments in the game, of course, the buzzer beater. But there were certain moments in those last few minutes that if you were to set the number at twenty five and a half of times I've rewatched them, like it would go way over, way over. D is there this one moment? Pushing the buzzer beater to a side, to the side, which we'll get to that. But was there a moment in the game where you were just, just shocked? Like you couldn't believe what you just saw. Had to rewind. Had to watch it on YouTube again and again. Every time it was it was tweeted out, you had to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it was the Suggs block. It had to be the Suggs block. I mean, that reminded me of the LeBron James, the block in the NBA Finals. I mean, it was. There were so many different plays where I did go back. I had to watch the game, and luckily I had it on DVR. I had to watch it, and I feel like I'm going to end up watching it again before the national championship. I mean, Drew Timmy was amazing in that game. The 25 points, 11 of 15 from the floor, but him taking the charge, you know, he gets in foul trouble. I feel like, you know, I feel like that's going to be the key to the game for Baylor tonight is getting him in foul trouble, and I think they could take advantage there. But it has to be the Suggs block, obviously the buzzer beater. And also, like, the biggest takeaway is how do you beat Gonzaga, man? How do you beat them? Because they get out-rebounded in this game by UCLA, 32-26. to 26. UCLA shot 57% from the floor, 47% from three. You know, the Zags weren't even knocking down their threes. They only shot 33%. UCLA played a perfect game, and they still couldn't take this team out. I don't know if Baylor, I, I don't know what they got to do, but this is one of the more ridiculous runs I've ever seen in college basketball history. For me, yeah. it was block, man. That was the game changer right there. From No Sutton. doubt. Two minutes left in the game. And it just wasn't the moment of the block. It was those final, those, uh, those couple seconds preceding it because he was screened by Riley, mm -hmm. if you remember. He was being screened by Riley, couldn't follow the ball, and then he's right there with Riley, and he just stuffs it. And you're right. It, it reminds you of LeBron James, even though Suggs doesn't have the body type, of course, right. of LeBron James. But then, then entire sequence, not only does he block it, like that's not even close to where it ends, 
where he's screened and then he blocks it. He's able to stay in bounds, to stay in bounds. And then that is one of the better – I mean, we're going to be hyperbolic, but it's one of those uh, games where you can be hyperbolic. One of the better passes I've ever seen from the other side of the half court to catch Timmy, like right to the bucket. It was amazing. And it was a bounce pass to get through all those guys. It was yeah. and, uh, it was one of those plays. I, I've seriously – if you said it 25 and a half, I'd go way over the number of times I've watched that sequence. It was one of the best sequences in college basketball in recent memory. Like you said, man, the block, but also the pass to Timmy. And Cody Riley was having a hell of a game for UCLA. I think he finished with a double-double, 14 points, 10 boards, or something like that. So that's where you get all the momentum, 155 left. And, you know, I almost – so that game, like you're watching that game, and, okay, so I had uh, Houston in the first game. I did end up on both dogs because I do have the Gonzaga, the Gonzaga tickets right now, the Futures. Um, so I tried to hedge a little bit. Now in the first one, I did like Houston. I was off. I mean, three minutes into that game, you saw that Baylor was the better team clearly, and they were going to run away. But with the second game, like UCLA keeps it close in the first half. And I have the UCLA ticket, 14 and a half points you're getting. And you keep thinking, okay, this has been nice. It's a one point game, but here comes that run from the Zags. And then UCLA would match it. It would be a seven point game and they would match it. They would keep stopping those runs. And then you're like, okay, here it is. They're going to run away, run away with it like they've done all year long. Like if you go back to their title game, the conference championship against BYU, BYU plays a perfect half, knocks down all their shots, and then the Zags just run away with it and nearly cover the spread in the second half. You kept waiting for that big run from UCLA or from the Zags, and UCLA kept matching it. So just one of the best games in a recent memory. Nobody gave UCLA a chance, and that, that was what was so amazing about the whole thing. Nobody gave them a chance. Like – Pre-game, everybody was just penciling in. We get it, Baylor, the Zags. We finally get the national championship, the national title game we've been waiting for. Nobody even gave UCLA a shot. And you just it, kept it felt like, okay, we got the blowout in game one. Hmm? This Saturday, the semifinal Saturday is going to suck. Yeah. It, did you have that feeling? Okay, Monday's going to be awesome, but tonight's going to be a big stinker. And they just wouldn't go away. And, man, the coaching job from both coaches, really. And that was a well was that Was that a charge call? Is that a charge call? So I say yes. Um, I've been back and forth with some people. I, I I think it is a charge call. I'm glad that it was a charge call. What what are you, what is your opinion on that though? Absolutely. Also, it was, people it, about the block saying that he used his body. That was a clean block from Suggs. It was a charge. It was a charge. Was but a charge. yeah, I wasn't sure that they were going to call that in that moment. Boy, you've got to have a pair to do that. Especially when <laughs> when you're in foul trouble. That was the first yeah. thing. That to my dad, if I'm in foul trouble, I just give up the lane, man. What a great game. There's so much to break down from that game, but um, yeah. I'm so excited for tonight. But, yeah, I mean, you kept thinking, okay, the Final Four, man, we've waited two years for this, and it's going to stink. And like I said, I kept waiting for the Zags to make that run in the second half. you got to give a major props to UCLA. They didn't give up. That was a well-played game. And like I said, a very well-played game. That's what made it definitely a top three Final Four game for me all time because it was so well-played. There weren't turnovers all over the place. There weren't whistles. Yeah. We tripped down the floor. They didn't have to continue to go to the monitor. Both teams only had 10 turnovers. UCLA only turned the ball over 10 times against that Zags defense. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What is more impressive, just to show you how great that game was, that there were 19 lead changes, 19, that, that is a ton, or that the the game was a two or one score deficit for 43 minutes and 51 seconds out of 45 minutes games game played yeah you know of game action i think that is the most impressive stat of the entire game as impressive of any highlight we saw a two or one score deficit 43 minutes and 51 seconds and horvat you know how same thing for everybody listening, how we all feel about sports betting, how it enhances the sports viewing experience 100% or does it? I, I found myself late in that game kind of thinking, I, I think sports betting may be impacting this in a negative way. Am I insane? Because as I'm watching that game and I'm taking it all in and we all, we all see we're, we're watching an all-timer. However, Half my brain during that entire game yeah. was trying to figure out when am I going to bet Gonzaga live? When are they going to run away? We obviously know that it never happened, but just as a sports viewing experience, I, I think that um, just looking for the live betting moment kind of impacted it in a negative way instead of just relaxing just taking it all in of what was going to happen because obviously we know what happened in the end and that's easy to say after the fact but like yeah. during the game i'm like okay is this now when gazaga runs away is this going to be the moment is this going to be the moment instead of just taking it all in yeah well you kept waiting for those opportunities because ucla in this game never trails by more than seven but it's just back and forth in the shot making from ucla was ridiculous as well but both teams really there was really never that opportunity and i was the opposite way i agree with you because the whole time I have two Gonzaga. I have two tickets um, where I laid. I mean, the price I don't love two futures on the Zags to win the national championship. Right, two ten, two twenty, and then I think I got actually I have a third minus two hundred that I played oh, right away. Man, whole time might. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, do I like UCLA on the money line here? They go down five, they go down seven, and that's when I'm looking for that opportunity. But then here come the Zags. You know what I mean? And, and that's when we get the Suggs block. And the whole time I'm thinking like, man, like this is one of those games where in the first half, UCLA comes out, they're knocking down these shots. And if you're Mark Few, you're like, okay, you know, they're making their shots. We're the best team in the nation. We're fine. We're fine. It's a three. We're trailing by three. We're trailing by five. We're fine. Then in the second half, that's when things start to tighten up a little bit. And then if you're on the sideline, you have to be like, man, these guys are knocking down some impossible shots. They're out rebounding us. They're out hustling us on some plays. There's a, there's a realistic shot. We lose this game, but yeah, you go back to like when you're a kid and you're watching Christian Leitner knock down that shot against Kentucky, you don't have any money on that game. So you don't care. either. Right. So I that, didn't bet this game. I, that, I didn't, I didn't do a live bet. I didn't do a pregame bet. I did nothing that. And then like in the back of my head, I'm thinking the whole time, okay, if UCLA actually wins this game, that ruins the national championship on Monday night, UCLA and Baylor is just not going to be the same. I need Baylor and the Zags in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, if you're in the heat of the moment and 
yes, you're going to be judged for this, these few seconds in time, and you're the UCLA defense. I know if you can, you can go back, if there was a timeout and we're rewinding everything, they play it differently against Suggs. There was no half-court pass like you just referenced Leitner. Yep. Suggs goes the entire court and gets off a terrific look with a whole three-point seconds left on the clock. How does he get to his spot unimpeded? He didn't run into a Bruins defender until he was about ready to pull up for that buzzer beater. How does, where was the UCLA defense? They're running to the basket. Like, they're just praying to get a shot off. They're just looking for something there. Where are you running? They're thinking, they're thinking no way he's hitting the shot. We don't want to foul and lose this game on free throws, I think. Were they thinking that there's going to be somebody open under the basket? That's the only thing I could come up with. Yeah, there's a lot more to get to. We're going to break down our thoughts on tonight's matchup. How are we going to bet it? We're going to do that next. Joe Strusky, Ryan Horvath, BetQL Audio Network.